Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Fighting unseen enemies, 
like ever before. We're waiting
But hallelujah, 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 and glory be unto God Almighty. Father, we just thank you for this day, O Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that this is a day that you have made and set aside for yourself, O Lord. We thank you, Father God, that you are the great creators of the heavens and the earth and all things therein, O Father. Father, we thank you, Father, for the even the unseen things that we cannot see, O Father. We thank you, Lord, as we come before your presence this morning, sitting at your feet, Lord, seeking your face, longing to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church individually. We thank you for this lesson on today, Father. We cover ourselves right now in the blood of Yeshua, Hamashiach, Father, from head to toe, O Lord. And we bind up every principality and power that will come against us to distract us from what you are saying, O Lord. Father, we cover our children and our family. We cover our homes in the blood of Yeshua. And we thank you, Lord. We cover the airwaves in the blood of Yeshua. And Father, we set angels to war on our behalf, Father, as we go through this lesson, Lord. Father, we thank you that you come to illuminate our hearts and our minds, O Lord. Father, that you are writing your heart up your word upon the tables of our heart that we may not sin against you. Father, give us understanding, Father, of spiritual strategies, O Lord. Give us understanding of how Satan operates, Father, how cunning he really is, O Lord. Father, we seem to think that we know everything, Father, but we must come to that understanding that Satan was with you in the beginning, hallelujah, that you created him and that he knows your word, O Father. He knows, Father God, hallelujah, what your word is, your word says, O Father, but Father, he does not know, Father, your plan or your purposes. He does not know your purposes in salvation. So, Father, give us understanding. Reveal your word to us, O Father. Give each one of us rhema word, hallelujah, that will minister to our spirit and our soul, O Father. We thank you, Lord, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and that every tongue that rises up against us in judgment, Father, you have given us the power and authority to condemn. We thank you, Father. In the name of your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, good morning, beloved, and welcome to Women of Grace, a voice in the wilderness. I am Sister Jackie Grace, hallelujah, um, for Women of Grace. That's the name that God gave me, Jackie Grace, because uh, we walk in God's grace. And, you know, grace is undeserved. And I thank God for his grace that he pours upon me every day. Hallelujah. We were meeting Monday through Friday throughout the weekday, but the Lord has uh, has not um, inspired me Hallelujah, led me to continue those studies for the weekday. We were discussing, hallelujah, learning to know the voice of God. And I move as God leads me to move, beloved. And it's not that I'm not real or that I um, am not following the Lord. And it's just all for play because it's not, beloved. We have been doing this broadcast for over a year now. And um, I have dedicated 
hallelujah, myself unto the Lord for Saturdays. Glory to God to bring forth the lessons that he tells me to bring forth. And we've been studying out of the uh, spiritual strategy manuals that are provided by Harvest Time International Institute. Uh, It's a Bible college. And if you would like to receive those uh these lessons that we are studying for for you to study for yourself uh even to start a bible study at your own home because this is so important beloved that we know the strategies and tricks of the enemy and also to know the counter strategies that the Lord has given us out of his word. You know, the word of God is so important. It is his spoken word, his inspired word, is God breathed, is for our instruction, for hallelujah, for our edification, for correction, hallelujah. To the man or the woman of God, it is the word of God that changes your heart. Glory to God. It is the word of God that changes your heart. It is the reading and meditating upon the word of God, hallelujah, that God speaks through, through your heart. Glory to God. And we are living under a new covenant, and that is under the covenant of Christ the Messiah, Hallelujah. God did not take away the commandments, beloved, but he he combined the, the Ten Commandments in one commandment that we are to love one another. And if you do a study... On the Ten Commandments, they're they're divided in two sections. That is our commitment and love towards God and our uh, love towards our fellow man and how we are to treat our fellow man. Hallelujah. But it's all combined in one, and that's that we are to love one another. And many of us have come into the Christian faith um, bringing the world's love with us and and trying to justify it as being God's love and it's not God's love is something totally different from the world's concept of what love is and and we want God to constantly pour his love within our spirit man hallelujah that our hearts will be transformed and affected that we may be able to love from the heart of God Glory to God, because we are being transformed into his image daily, and that's his character. We are to have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And what was the mind of God? What was the mind of Jesus? That was to be obedient to the command of God. That was to follow God's lead. Jesus was following God's lead. Hallelujah. He only did what he saw his father doing. And and Jesus was able to see into the spirit realm. God has given us stability, beloved, if you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, to see the father working spiritually. It's all about a spiritual kingdom. He did not come to this earth preaching about a kingdom here on earth. He talked about his father's kingdom, and his father's kingdom was spiritual. Glory to God. You know, the king is returning, beloved. I um, We are on part 
two, I believe, in lesson 19, hallelujah, talking about transference of spirits. This is something that is not really taught within the body of Christ that needs to be taught. And, and, and I welcome you. I thank you for joining me on today, on this morning, as we sit at the Lord's feet to learn what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to us. So we are on part uh, B, the second part of Lesson 19, and the title of this is Satan's Strategy, Transference of Evil Spirits. I can't remember if I actually uh, did this section or not on last week. I didn't listen to the tape re-over, but if I did, we're going to do it over again. I don't uh, recall doing this, but we're going to do it over again. Hallelujah. Satan is an imitator, not an orchestrator. He uses the pattern established by God for transferring a good spirit to transfer wrong spirits between men. One example of this is the story of the 12 spies sent by Moses to spy out the land promised by God to Israel. I'm, uh, we are to let us read it. I'm going to play this portion of Numbers chapter 13, verse 17 through chapter 14, verse 39 for your hearing. I'm trying to get in the habit of uh, editing uh, what we are going to be hearing from the Word of God. I want you to hear it, hallelujah, as well as read it. I'm going to play that for you right now. Land of Canaan, and said to them, Go up this way into the south, and go up to the mountains, and see what the land is like whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many, whether the land they dwell in is good or bad, whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds, whether the land is rich or poor, and whether there are forests there or not. Be of good courage and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes. So they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of Zin as far as Rehan, near the entrance of Hamath. And they went up through the south and came to Hebron. Ahiman, Shishai, and Talmai, the descendants of Anak, were there. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. Then they came to the valley of Eshkan, and there cut down a branch with one cluster of grapes. They carried it between two of them on a pole. They also brought some of the pomegranates and figs. The place was called the Valley of Eshkan because of the cluster which the men of Israel cut down there, and they returned from spying out the land after forty days. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him, We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey. 
and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses. Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out. The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants. The descendants of Anak came from the giants. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. So all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried. And the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this wilderness. Why has the Lord brought us to this land? To fall by the sword? That our wives and children should become victims? Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said to one another, Let us select a leader and return to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to all all the congregation of the children of Israel. The land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. And if the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us. A land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them. And the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. And all the congregation said to stone them with stones. Now the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of meeting before all the children of Israel. Then the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people reject me? And how long will they not believe me with all the signs which I have performed among them? I will strike them with the pestilence and disinherit them. And I will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. I will make of you a nation greater and mightier And Moses said to the Lord, Then the Egyptians will hear Moses. For by your might you brought these people up from among them. And they will tell it to the inhabitants of this land. They have heard that you, Lord, are among these people. They have heard that you, Lord, are seen face to face. And your cloud stands above them.
glory to God for God's word. Um, I noticed that it was doing double, hallelujah, double take, which means I edited it completely wrong, beloved. Forgive me. <laughs> Forgive me. Glory to God. But here, the ten, ten of these spies returned with a negative report. They told of the great walled cities and the powerful enemy forces in the land. They transferred a spirit of fear and unbelief to God's people. Now, here in the Amplified Bible, uh, the first mention of the Nephilims, they were the sons of Anak. They were giants. They are part of the Nephilim. Hallelujah. And they actually found, the archaeologists in our time have actually found bones of these uh, Nephilims. The Nephilims. Hallelujah. They were descendants of Anak. Hallelujah. The sons, hallelujah, of the angels back in Genesis chapter 6. Glory to God. But we uh, here is the 10... Ten of the these spies returned with a negative report. Let's read Numbers chapter 13, verse 31 and ver, uh, to 33. And because of this neg negative report, it transferred a spirit of fear and unbelief to God's people. It reads out the Amplified Bible. It says, but the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people of Canaan, for they are too strong for us. So they gave the Israelites a bad report about the land, which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we went in spying it out is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people that saw that we saw in it are men of great statue. There, there we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, are part of the Nephilim, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in the sight, in their sight. Uh, hallelujah! But. Two of the 12 spies had a different report. Let's jump down to chapter 14, uh, chapter 14, verse 24. Numbers chapter 14, verse 24. Hallelujah. Two of the spies, out of the 12 spies, had a, uh, had a different report. In verse 24, it reads... But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land into which he entered, and his descendants shall take possession of it. Caleb and, hallelujah, Joshua had a different report. Now let's go back up to Numbers 14, verse 6 through 8, we will read. Caleb had a different spirit. It says, my, but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and had followed me fully. This is God speaking to Moses. Him will I bring into the land where into he went and his seed shall possess it. Verse 6 through verse 8. 8 reads, Joshua, 
the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephrah, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes as a sign of grief. And they spoke to all the congregation of the sons of Israel, saying, The land through which we possess as spies is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Here, hallelujah, were two contrary spies seeking to control the people. Here were two contrary spirits, I'm sorry, not spies, spirits, seeking to control the people. One was the spirit of unbelief, and the other was the spirit of belief. Numbers chapter 13 and verse 30 reads out the Amplified Bible. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession of it for we will certainly conquer it. Now, look how the negative spirit of the ten spies affected the people. Remember, we're talking about transference of spirits, evil spirits, that is. In Numbers chapter 14, verse 1 through 4, it reads, the title here in the Amplified is The People Rebelled. Then all the congregation of Israel raised their voices and cried out, and the people wept that night. All the Israelites murmured in discontent against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, Oh, that we had died in the land of Egypt, or that we had died in this wilderness. Why is the Lord bringing us to this land of Canaan? To fall by the sword, our wives and our children will become plundered. Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said one to another, let us appoint a new leader and return to Egypt. This same spirit, beloved, is working even today among believers. Hallelujah. Sometimes, beloved, we get discouraged, and that is a spirit. Hallelujah. We get discouraged and want to return back to Egypt, return back to the world. See, because when you're walking with Christ and you're carrying your cross, you will be persecuted. You will go through many trials and tribulations. Hallelujah. Because you changed your alliance from the kingdom of God darkness to the kingdom of light, which is Jesus Christ. You put your faith in Jesus. Hallelujah. And so we want men and women around us like Caleb and Joshua, hallelujah, that would release and transfer a spirit of belief. Let us continue on. There were spirits of despair, mummering, and rebellion transferred by the ten spies to God's people. Israel was not kept out of the promised land because of an inferior army. They were kept out because of a wrong spirit. Let me repeat what it says. It says, Israel was not kept out of the promised land because of an inferior army. They had a great army, beloved, but they were kept out because of a wrong spirit. 
and it was the spirit of unbelief. They rebelled against God. Now, mind you, beloved, they seen the power of God in Egypt. They seen the power of God at the Red Sea. They seen the power of God throughout their journey in the wilderness. When he fed them quarrel, when he fed them manna, hallelujah, when he brought water out of a rock. Now they witnessed the power of God. But yet when it came, hallelujah, to them crossing over to the promised land, the 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 spies, some of the spies brought back a bad report, and that spirit transferred unto the people. Why were the people affected by the evil spirit instead of the good? Because of the basic the basic sin nature, people tend to immediately accept and believe an evil report. And that is so true, beloved. People would easily and immediately accept and believe an evil report, hallelujah, rather than a true report. And that is so true, beloved. That is so true. There is also a tendency to follow the crowd and accept the decision of the majority as the will of God. This is why it's so important that we must Know the voice of God, whether it's operating through people or whether he's speaking to us in our spirit. We must know the voice of God. There is, um, we have a tendency as in the human nature to follow the crowd and to accept the decision of the majority as the will of God. And this is how Satan operates, hallelujah, throughout the body of Christ, through people. Also, if Israel had accepted the positive report, it would have meant putting their lives on the line. Many of us don't want to put our lives on the line. We don't want to really follow in the steps of Christ because that means a selfless life. That means putting your life on the line, hallelujah, for someone else. Many of us don't want to do that. We were automatically born with a selfish nature, a selfish nature, hallelujah. And when we are being regenerated and renewed by the reading of God's word and allowing the Holy Spirit to bring that regeneration, you know self has to die. Many of us don't want to die to self. Hallelujah. And that's why there's so much division in the body of Christ. Because we don't want to die to ourselves. And when you're around someone that has a selfish spirit, is all about me, 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 that spirit transfers, hallelujah, unto you. Glory to God. But we want to be a people that... Live a selfless life. Live as Christ lived. He lived a selfish life, a selfless life. Hallelujah. He put his life on the line daily. The Sadducees and the Pharisees wanted to kill him each time he spoke the word of God. Glory to God. 
But he did what the father told him to do. Without even thinking about his own self. He knew he knew that God was a deliverer. Um, they would have to expose themselves. People, hallelujah, putting their lives, it, uh, it would have meant putting their lives on the line. They would have to expose themselves to greater danger. Our human nature always want to take the easy way out, even when it comes to trials and tribulations, beloved. We rather cry unto God and ask him to deliver us instead of asking God to pour more grace upon us to go through the trial of the tribulation, which he allowed, seeking God's face with Father. Um, what? Uh, why is this? Is there a lesson that you want me to learn from this? You know, when you are a born-again believer, you're a new creature in Christ Jesus, that you belong to God. You're no longer in the kingdom of darkness, so you belong to God. And sometimes God would allow the enemy to come to sift you, and that's called the trine of your faith. God will allow it, but we must be a people that seek God and ask God, why is this going on? We inquire. God, God has no problem with you inquiring of him because there's a lesson in it for us to be, for us to learn. Each one of us have a different level of valleys that we must go through, but every Christian, a true born-again Christian, will go through the valley of the shadow of death. Hallelujah. As the children of Israel... Hallelujah. We're getting ready to go through. Hallelujah. And they didn't want to go through it. Hallelujah. They didn't want to put their lives on the line to believe what God said, to believe God's word. Let's continue. This powerful strategy of transference of spirits accounts for many of the spiritual battles fought by believers today. Let me repeat that. This powerful strategy of transference of spirits accounts for many of the spiritual battles fought by believers today. It accounts for the abrupt changes from positive to negative behavior which we witness in, in those around us. It explains why two children raised in the same home who received the same Christian training can turn out so differently. It is the reason behind divisions in homes, friendships, and church fellowships. When you maintain close association with or come under the influence of a person with a spirit more powerful than yours, you are open to the transference of, of that spirit to your own spirit. You are influenced by that spirit and it is transferred to you. And this is why it's so important that we must, hallelujah, be led by the Holy Spirit, even when it comes to sitting up under a shepherd. Hallelujah. Even when it comes to sitting up under a shepherd, we must truly be led by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. If you ever notice anyone that you know uh, that preach? And you go to church, and, and this person sounds just like their pastor. You have some that sound just like T.D. Jakes. 
some like Joyce Meyer, all the other ones, but it's, we must be careful that we're sitting up under a shepherd that's after God's own heart, that we're sitting on a shepherd that has truly been called by God, that has been born again, hallelujah, of what in the spirit. Glory to God, because there are false apostles, false prophets, false shepherds in the body of Christ. We must be careful, hallelujah, and these spirits will influence you, hallelujah, there is a transferring of spirit, glory to God. Counter strategies, preventing transferring of, of an evil spirit, God has given spiritual counter strategies to prevent the transference of an evil spirit. Control your own spirit. Turn your word to Proverbs. Turn your sword to Proverbs chapter 25 and verse 28. That's Proverbs chapter 25 and verse 28. Hallelujah. Control your own spirit. Control your own spirit. Be sure you do not develop a wrong spirit which you can transfer to others. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28 reads out the Amplified Bible. Like a city that is broken down and without walls, leaving it unprotected, is a man who has no self-control over his spirit and sets himself up for trouble. Uh, can you please hold, beloved? Please hold for a minute. Hallelujah. I thought that was my daughter knocking on the door. Um, Proverbs 28, uh, Proverbs 25, verse 28. Hallelujah, out of the Amplified. I just read that out the Amplified. Let me read this, this same translation. The same verse. I thought I had the Message Bible on here. Out of the Holman's Christian version. A man who does not control his temper is like a city whose wall is broken. That was out of the Hallman Christian Standard Bible, the uh, 2009 version. Glory to God. The New Internet, the New American Version Bible reads it this way: "Like a city that is broken in two and without walls, is a man who has no control over his spirit." Glory to God. Now that's deep, beloved. <laughs> Hallelujah. We must learn to control our own spirit. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 32 reads, Patience is better than power, and control and controlling one's temper than capturing a city. The lot is cast into the lamp, but its very decision is from the Lord. Patience, it says, is better than power. 
and controlling one's temper than conquering a city. Hallelujah. Also, Proverbs chapter 29, verse 11 reads, A fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise man holds it in check. He says, A fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise man holds it in check. That was uh, Proverbs 29. And verse 11, hallelujah. We must learn, beloved, to keep control. We must have control of our own spirit. Hallelujah. Also, turn your swords to Malachi. Malachi chapter 2 and verse 16. Malachi, Malachi chapter 2 and verse 16. Hallelujah. I'm going to read this out of the Amplified first, and then I'll read it out of a different translation. Hallelujah. Malachi. Chapter uh, 2 and verse 3 and verse 16 reads out the Amplified. For the Lord, the God of Israel, says, I hate divorce and marital separation. And him who covers his garment, his wife, with violence. Therefore, keep a watch upon your spirit that it may be controlled by my spirit, that you deal not treacherously and faithlessly with your marriage marriage mate. This is very serious to God, beloved. This is a very serious thing with the Lord. He said that he hates divorce. He hates uh, spousal abuse, physical abuse, where he says, uh, where him who covers his garment, his wife, with violence. That's talking about domestic violence. Hallelujah. The Lord hates divorce. Also, in Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 1, it says, the law of divorce, when a man takes a wife and marries her, and it happens that she loses his favor, favor because he has found something indecent or unacceptable about her, and he writes her a certificate of divorce, put it in her hand, and sends her out of his house. And after she leaves his house, she goes and becomes another man's wife. And if, and, and if the latter husband turns against her and writes her a certificate of divorce, puts it in her hand, and sends her out of his house, or if the latter husband dies, who took her as his wife, and it goes on. God hates divorce, beloved. He said, for the Lord, the God of Israel, says, I hate divorce and marital separation and him who covers his garment, his wife, with violence. Therefore, keep a watch 
upon your spirit that it may be controlled by my spirit that you deal not treacherously and faithlessly with your marriage mate. Hallelujah. Now, that was the Amplified Bible. The Hallman Christian Standard Bible reads it this way. If he hates and divorces his wife, says the Lord God of Israel, he covers his garment with injustice, says the Lord of hosts. Therefore, watch yourselves carefully and do not act treacherously. I like the Amplified better. Hallelujah. But we are to guard our spirit. We are to guard or control our spirit man. The Amplified Bible says that, um, he says, therefore, keep watch on your spirit. Hallelujah. He says, therefore, keep a watch upon your spirit that it may be controlled by my spirit. Hallelujah. We must allow the Holy Spirit to control our spirit. Hallelujah. And he will not guide us into divorce, beloved, because there's something that God hates. We must guard our tongue. We must learn to guard our tongue. As you have learned, the tongue can be used to create a breach in the spirit and provide access to the enemy. Watch what you say. We must guard our tongue, beloved. So many uh, uh, beloved, so many believers are wounded and damaged and destroyed because of what comes out of our mouth. And we may have good intentions now. Hallelujah. But if we're not being led by the Spirit, if the Holy Spirit is not giving us what to say, that we're speaking out of our flesh, we can damage someone's walk with the Lord. We must guard our tongue. We must speak only what the Word of God says. It's not our opinion. Our opinion don't count for anything, beloved. It's what the Word of God says that counts. Even when it comes to counseling, we must counsel by the word of God. We must counsel by the word of God, beloved. Hallelujah. Guard your affections. Guard your affections. Turn your sword to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. We must learn to guard our affections. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Proverbs chapter uh Proverbs chapter four verse twenty three reads out the amplified. He says, Keep a guard keep and guard your heart with all diligence. And above all that you guard, for out of it flows the spring springs of life. He said we are to keep and watch and guard our heart. Hallelujah. We must keep our hearts. Hallelujah. The King James says, keep thy heart with all diligence, 
for out of it are the issues of life. Glory to God. The New King James Version reads, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. But the King James, the uh, Amplified says, Keep and guard your heart with all vigilance. And above all that you guard, for out of it flow the springs of life. Now, the spirit, the new spirit-filled life Bible commentary reads it this way. Keep your heart, value and protect your mind. Following his own advice, we are to keep, we are to value and protect our mind, emotions, and will by submitting to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. John Gill's commentary reads like this. He says, keep thy heart with all diligence. He says, the mind from vanity, the understanding from error, the will from perverseness, the conscience clear of guilt, the affections from being inordinate and set on evil objects, the thoughts from being employed on bad subjects, and the whole from falling into the hands of the enemy or being the possession of Satan. Great diligence had need to be used in keeping it since it is naturally so deceitful and treacherous, talking about the heart. A strict eye is to be kept up on it, all the avenues to it to be watched, that nothing hurtful enters or evil comes out. It is to be kept by all manner of means that can be thought of by prayer, hearing, reading, meditation, and above all, by applying to Christ for his grace and spirit to sanctify, preserve, and keep it. Or above all keeping, keep thine heart, though other things are to be kept, and care taken of them as kingdoms and cities and towns and families and treasures and riches, yet the heart above all. We are to Keep a watch over our heart, beloved, hallelujah, from allowing anything that is not like God, worldly things. This is why Paul constantly talked to the people that we are not to be conformed to the image or the superficial customs of this world. Even its pagan traditions that have integrated into the body of Christ. Hallelujah. He says, for out of it are the issues of life, of natural life. It is the set of it from whence all actions of life are derived. It is, as philosophers say, the first that lives and the last to die. And it is the set of spiritual life, the principle of it is formed in it. 
from whence all spiritual and vital actions flow and which lead unto an issue in eternal life. As in a man's heart, such is his state now and will be hereafter. If the heart is quickened and sanctified by the grace of God, the man will live a life of faith and holiness here and enjoy everlasting life hereafter. And if the heart is right, so will the actions of men be. They are, reg they are regulated and denominated, denominated by it denominated or by it, they will then spring from right principles and be directed to right ends and perform with right views. Great care, therefore, should be taken of the heart, since so much depends on it, and it is so well known to the God, to God the searcher of it. God knows your heart, beloved. He knows whether it's full of evil or whether it's full of good fruit. Hallelujah. There, um, there was a, 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 a sister in the Lord. Hallelujah. That, that, uh, hallelujah, had a spirit of jealousy and competitiveness. But on the outward, beloved, she seemed pleasant happy, full of love towards one another. Glory to God. But this spirit, this spirit of jealousy, hallelujah, was against me. And it was on occasion that unbelievers, hallelujah, uh, were in my presence. Glory to God. It was two of them that knew me. One, hallelujah, was a friend's son, a friend's, uh, was my, a, my girlfriend's husband and her son. And, and her husband's friend, uh, they were bringing me something to the house, and, and this spirit manifested itself. And this was flowing from the heart, how this person truly felt towards me. And, and when um, they left, and uh, got home, my girlfriend called, and she asked me what happened, and, and her son told her what had happened and that he could not believe what was coming out of the sister's mouth. They asked and inquired, what is wrong with Jackie's sister? Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, we must guard our heart and keep it with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. And what is in your heart, beloved, towards another individual will always come out of your mouth, whether it's good or whether it's evil. So we must guard our heart. We must constantly ask the Lord to purge our hearts. Hallelujah. Search my heart, O Lord. And if there's any evil way within my heart, purge me, Father. Deliver me from it. We must guard our affections. Do not give your, uh, give your respect and love to just everyone. You open yourself up emotionally to those who love and respect, and this makes you receptive to their spirit. 
We must guard our affections, beloved. Hallelujah. We must be careful. We must love people from the love of God, from God's heart. We are commanded to love the unlovable. But we must do it from God's heart. And at that same time, protect our heart. And I tell you, beloved, that that wounded my heart. That wounded me. My spirit. And I've been asking, Lord, you know, I'm learning just like you are learning about uh, the things of the enemy because he's so crafty, so clever. And that night I, I, I told, you know, it was provoking me. This the spirit was provoking me to sin. And when I said something in reply, when I responded back, I had to repent to the Lord. I asked the Lord to help me. Help me, Father. Hallelujah. I lie to you not, beloved. I lie to you not that this actually did happen. And I've been asking the Lord to deliver me from this spirit. Hallelujah. Another occasion, someone said to me that God doesn't hear your prayers. That's another example of a transferring a spirit of unbelief and doubt and fear. It it shut me down for a month in prayer, beloved. We must be careful what we allow ourselves to hear and what comes out of our mouth. Glory to God, because we can damage someone. We can hurt someone. Glory to God. Even with Peter, when Peter rebuked Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus told him, you do not know what spirit you are of. We, hallelujah, must stay before the throne of grace and ask God to constantly purge our hearts. We want to have the mind and the heart of God. We want to have the heart and the mind of Jesus. Purge me, Lord. Wash me and cleanse me. Let's go and carefully select your associations. The book of Proverbs warned repeatedly of the danger of association with those who have wrong spirits. For example, Proverbs, read Proverbs chapter 1, verses 10 through 19, and Proverbs chapter 2, verse 11 to 22. We are warned, make no friendship with an angry man, and with a furious man thou shalt not go. We are not to make friendship with angry people that's full of anger, cursing, and bitterness. Hallelujah. Nor we are to to walk with them. Proverbs 22, verse 24 and 25, least thou learn his ways and get a snare, snare to thy soul. Enter not into the path of the wicked and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it. Pass not by it. Turn from it and pass away. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 14 through 15. Go from the presence of a foolish man. When thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 7. Hallelujah. Be not, be not among wine babblers, drunkards. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 20. Whoso is a partner with a thief, hatch his own soul. Hatch it, his, hated his own soul. Whoso is a partner with a thief, hated his own soul. Proverbs 29 
and verse 24. You know that you can have, hallelujah, there are spiritual thieves, meaning, hallelujah, they covenant your anointing. They are thieves in the spirit that, that mimic you. They want your anointing, hallelujah. If you walk with wise men, their spirits will be transferred to you. If you walk with wise men, your spirit, their spirit will be transferred to you. Proverbs 13:20 says, "He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed." Choose your close associates carefully. If you are a parent, carefully monitor the associations of your children. And in this day in society, beloved, we just let our children play with any old kid. Hallelujah. You know, even though my mother, hallelujah, didn't uh, go to church, my my mom, she monitored who the, the children that we played with. We just can't, we couldn't play with any old body. Hallelujah. Today, we must monitor even who our children associate themselves with. Because believe it or not, beloved, young children can transfer evil spirit to your child. They'll come back totally different from school. Hallelujah. So we must pray over our children, anoint them in, in Yeshua's blood, place a head of protection around them. Glory to God. That is the parent's right and authority as the headship over that child to cover them in the blood of Yeshua, that there would not be no transferring of spirits even at the going to school because we can't be with our children in school. So we need to pray over them, anoint them in the blood of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Guard your physical senses. You will remember the study of the flesh that your physical senses are important. Protect your hearing from reports of gossip, accusations, slander, and criticism. They can cause you to develop a wrong spirit. Guard your eyes from violence and pornography. Pornographic movies or reading materials which can transfer spirits of adultery, lust, and violence. We must even monitor, beloved, what we watch on TV. Hallelujah. You know, if I'm watching something on TV and a sex scene comes up, I walk, I walk away. Either I walk away or change the channel. I turn it off. I don't no longer want to watch the movie. We must be careful what we allow our eyes to see. He says, guard your eyes from violence, por pornographic movies, or reading materials which can transfer spirits of adultery, lust, and violence. There's even books out there, hallelujah, that can transfer an evil spirit. Even Christian books, beloved, we must be led by the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, even when it comes to Christian books, because all authors are not served. All authors are not serving the true and living God. Some authors are not receiving spiritual insight from God. So we must pray. Hallelujah. Allow the Holy Spirit to, to lead you. Even when it comes to Christian books, 
Hallelujah. Use caution and laying on of hands, which is something, hallelujah, that we all must really study and be led by the Holy Spirit because we're so quick to lay hands. Use caution in lying on of hands. The lying on of hands is one of the foundations of the Christian faith spoken by Paul in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1 through 6. Let's, uh, let's turn our swords there. Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1 through 3. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1 through 3 reads out of the Amplified Bible. Hallelujah. It says, therefore, let us go on and get past the elementary stage in the teachings and doctrines of Christ the Messiah, advancing steadily toward the completeness and perfection that belongs to spiritual maturity. Let us not again be laying the foundations of repentance and abandonment of dead works, dead formulisms, and of, of the faith by which you turn to God. With teachings about purifying the lying on of hands, the resurrection from the dead, and eternal judgment and punishment, these are all matters of which you should have been fully aware long, long ago. If indeed God permits, we will now proceed to advance teaching. Hallelujah. We must use caution when it comes to lying hands on people. Hallelujah. Even in prayer, beloved, we must be cautious. We must be cautious. We must be led by the Spirit. It has important spiritual purposes which are covered in detail in another, another Harvest Time International Institute course entitled The Foundations of Faith. Hallelujah. Now, the commentary <coughs> doesn't have much to say concerning this matter. We see Gil, if Gil has anything to say. Hallelujah. He says, uh, and of lying on of hands, the foundation of this was to be more laid, nor the doctrine of it to be any longer taught and learned in the way it had been. For not the right, but the doctrine of laying on of hands is here intended. And it has no reference to the right of laying on of hands by the apostles, either in private persons or of officers of churches. For what was the doctrine of such a right? Is it easy to say, but to the right of laying on of hands of the priests and of the people upon the head of sacrifices, which had a doctrine in it, even the doctrine of the impution of sin to Christ? Talk about the sacrifices. 
<clears throat> here is talking about the sacrifices. <clears throat> Hallelujah. When they the priests laid the hands, their hands on the scapegoat and transferred. That's another example that transferred the sins of the people upon this scapegoat. Hallelujah. Your sin can be transferred to another person. We must be careful of lying of our hands. Hallelujah. We'll discuss that in the Foundations of Faith study. Hallelujah. The Lord is willing. Uh, what is important to recognize here is that, as demonstrated in the story of Moses and the 70 elders, a spirit can be transferred by the lying on of hands. If a good spirit can be transferred by the lying on of hands, it is probable that an evil spirit can be transferred also. Be careful about who you allow to lay hands on you for the purpose of spiritual impartation. Hallelujah. We must be careful in these areas, beloved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm trying to be careful. Glory to God. We must be careful. Even when it comes to someone lying their hands on us, we must be careful. Hallelujah. Study further the uh, transference of a good spirit. The prophet Elijah asked for the mantle of Elijah to fall upon him at the time of Elijah's death. This mantle symbolized the spirit of God which was upon Elijah. Elisha asked for a double portion of the good spirit which rested on Elijah. Read the story in 2 Kings chapter 2. Uh, for further study, the transference of an evil spirit, read the story of Ananias and Sapphira in Acts chapter 5, verse 1 through 11. This is an example of a husband who transferred a spirit of deception to his wife. Hallelujah. I don't have time to read all the different... Um, um, Yes, I do. I do. Uh, the following here are the following references that reveal the many ways your spirit can be affected with certain attitudes and emotional responses, but right, both right and wrong. Your spirit can be subject to jealousy. Numbers chapter five. Numbers chapter five. I'm gonna try to get through with this as through this as as fast as I can, Numbers chapter 5 and verse 14. Turn your source to Numbers chapter 5, verse 14, as well as Deuterometry chapter 2, verse 30. Uh, Numbers chapter 5, verse 14 a spirit of jealousy can be transferred, and if the spirit of jealousy comes upon him and he is jealous and suspicious of his wife who has defiled has defiled herself, or the spirit of jealousy comes upon him and he is jealous and suspicious of his wife, though she has not defiled herself, it says, and if the spirit of jealousy comes upon you, him, or her, Hallelujah. 
transference of a jealous jealous spirit. Hardened Deuterometry chapter 2 and verse 30. But Sion, king of Hasbon, was not willing for us to travel through this land. For the Lord your God hardened his spirit and made his heart abstinent in order to hand him over to you as as he is today, a spirit of hardness, a spirit of anguish in anguish, Exodus chapter 6, verse 9, Exodus chapter 6 and verse 9. Moses told this to the Israelites, but they refused to listen to Moses because their impatience and anguish of spirit and because of their cruel bondage, a spirit of anguish, a spirit of good, Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 20, Nehemiah chapter 9 and verse 20, turn to, turn to Uh, Psalms 32 and verse 2. Hallelujah. Uh, Transfer of a good spirit. Nehemiah chapter 9 and verse 20 reads, You also gave your good spirit to instruct them and withheld not your manna from them and gave water for their thirst. A spirit of gallless. Psalms chapter 32, verse 2, Bless is the man to whom the Lord does not input wickedness, and whose spirit there is no deceit. Hallelujah. Uh, a right spirit. Psalms 51, chapter, uh, verse 10. Psalms 51 and verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit, right preserving and steadfast spirit within me. A right spirit. Hallelujah. A broken spirit. Psalms 51 verse 17 reads, My sacrifice, the sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart broken down with sorrowful sin and humbly and thoroughly pented, such God will not despise. Overwhelm, you can receive an overwhelm spirit. Psalms 77 and verse 3. Psalms 142 and verse 3. And verse 4. And Psalms 143. Verse 4, uh, a spirit of diligent and searching. Psalm 77, Psalms chapter 77, and verse 6 reads out the Amplified, I call to remembrance my song in the night. With my heart I meditate and my spirit searches diligently. Hallelujah. If you would like to receive the whole complete list, Hallelujah of different spirits you can, that can be transferred to you. You can write me at w o g dot v i t w at hotmail dot com, and I will be more than happy to send it to you. Uh, do you feel you have been affected by the transference of an evil spirit? Who do you believe influenced your spirit? What were the results of this negative influence? 
if you have been affected by the transference of an evil spirit and to defend against being affected by such, follow the counter strategies given in this chapter that we discuss. Control your spirit. Guard your tongue. Guard your affections. Carefully select your associates. Guard your physical senses. Use caution in the line of hands. Pray and ask the Lord to deliver you from this evil negative spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And separate yourself from the person that you believe you received the spirit from. There is a special gift of the Holy Spirit called discerning of spirits. It enables believers to recognize whether a spirit is good or evil. Hallelujah. We're going to study this more in um, the manual called Ministry of the Holy Spirit at a later date, a later time. You don't want to miss these lessons. Hallelujah. You want to receive these lessons that that um, I'm bringing forth through the guidance of the Holy Spirit. You can write me, hallelujah, at W-O-G at hotmail.com. Well, beloved, this definitely, hallelujah, this definitely brings us to an end of our study, hallelujah, of chapter 19 of, in our spiritual warfare manuals. Hallelujah. Let us close out in prayer, beloved. Glory to God. Father, we just thank you. We just thank you, Father. We magnify you and glorify you, O Lord. And we ask, O oh Father, that we will search our hearts diligently, O oh Lord. And if there's anything that's in our heart, anything that we receive, Father, that's not of you, we ask for deliverance. We ask that you would deliver us, O oh Lord, from any spirit, Father, that's not of you. We ask, O oh Father, that you would Search our hearts that we may be clean, O oh Lord. Father, we apply the blood of Jesus on our hearts, on our eyes, and on our ears, and on our tongue, O oh Lord. Father, we don't want to hurt anybody. We don't want to damage their faith in you, but we want to be lovers of you, O oh Lord. We ask, O oh Father, that you would impart to us your heart, that we would hear your voice and speak your words, O oh Lord, to build up the body of Christ and not to tear it down. And we pray for our enemies, O oh Lord, near and far, that you would bless them, O oh Father, and that you would deliver them, O oh Lord. Deliver them, Father. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we just yield to you. We submit to you, Father, because you are the only one that could set us free. We thank you on this lesson for today, oh, Father. Father, as we go throughout our week, Father, we just ask, oh, Lord, that you would minister to our heart. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We thank you that we're allowing the Holy Spirit to be in control. We thank you, Father, and we pray this prayer 
In the name of your son, Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. You know the Lord is good, beloved, and greatly to be praised.